Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Let's start with uh, the two games that were just concluded at Yankee Stadium and then the, uh, at uh, City Field with the Yankees against the Mets. And then the Yankees uh, putting the kibosh, the fodder that we had yesterday regarding uh, Juan Soto, uh, where we got uh, sort of, I got hoodwinked with the whole thing that maybe there was something to Soto of the Nats coming to New York uh, with a in a huge deal. Well, that now is not going to happen after the Yankees late last night after they lost two, uh, 3-2 to the Mets. And uh, obviously, he's still got some problems offensively. Judge had a bad game. A classic base hit by Marte. Won it in the bottom of the ninth. A lot of drama and electricity in that ballpark these last two nights. But the Yankees traded for Ben Tendi there from the uh, Royals. Uh, I'm assuming he got his vaccination shot because the Yankees wouldn't trade for him unless he did. So his commitment to, I'm not putting in anything into my body, goes out the uh, it goes out the door, out the window, when it means coming to New York to play in the pennant race. And obviously, he now has a chance to do that and there is the possibility that the Yankees could play the Blue Jays in the second round of the playoffs so hence the shot he I guess said he was going to get it and Bentendi here comes to, you know he's a useful player he's a good player I mean you know on a better team he's a little bit more uh, noticeable you know on a, on a bad team the one he was on right now his 280 batting average and you know seven home runs and 35 RBIs you don't pay any attention to, but on a good team, I don't even know what his statistics are. I just kind of threw it out there. But on a good team, you know, a guy like Bentendi, who's got a lot of guys around him, you know, he's a good, useful baseball player. You know, he played in that Red Sox team in 18 that won the whole thing. Played at Arkansas. He's, uh, you know, he's played in big moments in the past. He's played in the big Northeast city, so he can handle the uh, scrutiny. Obviously, with the uh, Yankees, he's got a lot of guys around him, so the pressure on him will not be, you know, it's not like he's going to Kansas City and he's got to go out there and it's a big addition for the Royals. And he played well for Kansas City, don't get me wrong. But he's not, uh, you know, leading coming to New York to be the lead gun, the lead dog here. He can sort of blend himself in. Galloway is out of there. He'd be better than Galloway if he's blind at the plate. He'd be better than Galloway. So from that perspective, you'll get uh, Bentendi up here and, you know, he'll play the outfield. Maybe Judge plays um, left, uh, plays center. Bentendi plays left and Stanton at times plays right. And uh, they still figure out what they have to do with the infield with the three spot, three players for the two spots plus the DH. And, uh, you know, you got Hicks out there, too. You got to keep an eye on him. So maybe you put uh, Stanton as your DH and Hicks in the outfield. Other times you can have Stanton play the outfield and, you know, maybe have Donaldson DH. There's a lot of ways you can go now. Uh, Bentendi's going to play, maybe not as much against left-handers. The Yankees still hit too many home runs uh, for their offense. 52% of the Yankee runs are home run generated. I think that is a concern if you're a Yankee fan down the road uh, because I think all of us in New York and all of us in baseball and every Yankee fan that I can think of has seen the Yankees flail miserably in big spots in postseason. Uh, they would not like to see that again. Uh, last night against Scherzer, Judge was the guy doing a lot of the flail as Scherzer pitched a big-time 99-pitch, seven-inning performance, left it 2-0, and then the Yankees, after a two-run homer, what else is new by Torres, 
Reds, which tied the game with the top of the eighth inning. The Yank, the uh, Mets get the run in the bottom of the ninth off Peralta. No, um, uh, you know, with Holmes pitching the eighth. And then, of course, the double leading off by Escobar. And the Mets get the run. And the Mets, uh, you know, do a nice job by winning the two games. Mets are a pesky, feisty, uh, you know, very, very gritty ball club. They should get a little better, although we have to see DeGrom and to see if he lasts because there's no guarantee that he will do that. But if he does and you piggyback him with Scherzer, they'll be the team that beat in the National League because nobody will have two pitchers like him, not to mention a closer of Diaz's uh, uh, fort of uh, reputation. Diaz, in his last 36 outs, he's got 27 strikeouts. Now listen, I think we all have to see Diaz in a big game before we uh, sit there and say he's the best reliever in baseball. There was a game a long time ago for Seattle last weekend of the season in which he had to get the job done as a closer. He was on a hot streak he did not they lost and with it the wild card so you never know it's what you do in the big spots in late september and october that determine a reliever's worth to a large degree and we'll see if diaz you know right now he's done a tremendous job and he's been a good met the last couple years bad first year but a good met the uh, last couple years but you still you know listen ninth inning on the road big spot atlanta at dodger stadium we'll see if he can get the three outs he's certainly doing it now he's been again unhittable four outs on tuesday night didn't have to pitch last night as the Mets gave him a day off. But the Mets, if they get the ground with Scherzer and Diaz pitches like Diaz, they can figure out who their third starter is, Bassett, Walker, Take it, Carrasco, take a pick, and they can get through there in the postseason. Uh, DeGrom is very, very important, but you like the grittiness of this Mets team. You know, they, uh, they could use another bat. They don't hit a lot of home runs. But they, you know, they got a texture to them. They got a, they, they got a toughness to them that you like, and they got a manager who knows what he's doing. So the Mets will be a dangerous team in the postseason. I don't know if they'll be the favorite in the NL. Let us see how DeGrom pitches and let us see where home field falls. I think they will win the division against Atlanta. They have a lot of games against the Braves in the next couple of weeks, nine of which, uh, five at City Field, four next weekend in Atlanta. So that will determine a large part where these teams are heading uh, down the road here. I think they play five next weekend at Shea, then four in Atlanta the week after. But, you know, the bottom line is the Mets are going to be reckoned with in postseason playing the Yankees will too. I mean, you know, the Yankees, uh, there is such a fall off in the American League after Yankees in Houston. Houston can't beat the A's. They beat everybody else. And there's a big fall off in the American League. And the Yankees, obviously, you know, listen, they're the best team. Record says so. They did lose five out of seven in Houston, which would concern you a little bit. But the Yankees, you know, again, I think if they have home field, I think we all would think that they would be the favorite uh, to win the pennant. I mean, I know Houston's sitting there and the Yankees don't play well against the Astros. I understand that. But very rarely have the Yankees played the Astros in postseason play with home field. That was not the case in 17 and 19. They did play a wild card game against Houston in 15, one in which they lost. But, I mean, when you get right, and that game was at home. Um, you know, bottom line is the Yankees will need that home field. And the Yankees probably quite right now are not a finished product. Like the Mets, they could use another reliever. Michael King out for the year. That, that's a problem. You know, you can't count on Chapman. You can't pitch him under any circumstances in a season-ending game. So that's a problem. Uh, the, the Yankees probably need another reliever. And Cashman will probably get that. And the Mets could use a reliever, too. The fact that he felt 
buck that he had to go to Dave Peterson in the eighth inning, partly because he wants to get Peterson in the flow, partly because Lugo hasn't been great, and Peterson promptly walked two on Homer Torres, and the game is 2-2. So the Mets could use that. I could also make an argument. Nets, Mets need another bat. I mean, you know, I don't know about their DH. I don't know about their catching spot. They could use another offensive bat. Uh, we shall see if, uh, and I would think Billy Epler could do that and get that uh, in the next uh, four or five days. I don't think it's going to be Soto for either one of these two teams, although yesterday we had fun with the possibility that Soto would be a Yankee and put the onus on Judge. But I'm not so sure if that's the case anymore based on the idea that Bentendi now uh, is going to don Yankee pinstripes off the Royal Blue. So, Listen, these are two very good teams. I've said to you all along, I think there's five teams that can get to a World Series. These are two of them. Dodgers, Braves, and Houston are the other three. I would be very, very surprised if there is a different combination than a combination that uh, befits those five. I don't think anybody else is going to make it. I think it's going to be their five, and that's it. You know, some sort of combination of that five. I don't think, you know, the Guardians or the Twins or the White Sox or... Tampa, Toronto, or, you know, Phillies, Cardinals, Brewer, I don't, Padres, I don't see anybody else but one of those, two of those five in a World Series. So a Met-Yankee situation is possible. It was electric at Yankee Stadium this, uh, at City Field this week. It will be electric when they go to Yankee Stadium. It's electric more so at City Field. It's a smaller ballpark. Uh, less fans. It's a better baseball stadium in city than Yankee Stadium is. And I think there's probably more Yankee fans in City Field than there are Met fans at Yankee Stadium. And so with the dynamic of more Yankee fans visiting Queens, it's got a little bit more of a soccer feel to it than, say, Yankee Stadium, which has got more of a home game feel to it. So the games at City Field in that ballpark, Met fans wearing the, uh, the orange, that's a very, very good setting for it. And maybe we'll see a World Series between the two teams. The one in 2000 was a dud. It did not draw nationally at all. And it wasn't that exciting. Five games, Yankees, you know, essentially tight game one, one game two, game three, and game four relatively easily. Game five, no, they won um, game two and game four easily. They lost game three. Then, of course, game five, you know, Leiter was out there for 148 pitches, and Soho got the little base hit to win the pennant, win the world's championship. I'm not sure if Yankees-Mets will resonate around the country uh, like maybe Yankees-Dodgers could, but, I mean, I do think that there's a chance that these two teams will be there at the end of the day. And these two teams probably not yet are finished products. I would think the Mets will add uh, at least a couple of bodies who could help them, a hitter and a reliever. I think the Yankees could definitely add another relief pitcher. Uh, I don't know about the their offense. Maybe they feel that this is what they needed to do. Bantendi puts the bat and puts puts the ball in play. He's a good outfielder, and now they can you know reshuffle the deck with Hicks and Gallo, and away we go. So uh, you know, listen, a little testy for Boone last night. He doesn't want to answer questions about Gallo. Uh, he's trying to defend him. There's nothing to defend with a 164 batting average. Uh, not a lot of discussion about Garrett Cole, who the Yankees passed on this week because they didn't want to de- put him in a spot in a situation where he overextended himself in a game in July against a Crosstown rival in the other league. And so the Yankees, uh, you know, basically maneuvered that pitching staff so he wouldn't pitch this game uh, yesterday. They had him pitch on Saturday instead of Friday. He could have easily pitched Friday than Wednesday, which is what Scherzer did. But the Yankees wanted to avoid that. 
Herman pitched pretty well. Four or five, you know, into the fifth inning, gave up only a couple of runs. So the Yankees did not lose the game because of their starting pitcher. But listen, the Yankees, uh, uh, they showed some warts in these two games. Uh, the Yankees, and they have against Houston as well. You know, they can be shut down with good pitching. And that's the first thing. They were shut down to a large degree this weekend or these two games. They were shut down against the Astros pitching staff. Like everybody else, the Yankees, you know, it's home runner, it's feast or famine, and they can be shut down with good pitching. And most teams can be, but the Yankees with the pension for the long ball seem to be a little bit more susceptible to the left on base and the strikeouts more than, say, the Dodgers. But, you know, they'll be there in October. We'll see if the, bounce, the ball bounces their way. And maybe we see the Mets in late October. Who knows? Mets-Yankees, November, October 30th, Game 1 of the World Series at Yankee Stadium. I wouldn't rule it out. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. 